It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back, Sports Radio 94 WIP. Now that's an intro song right there. Steal. Little Dre Day right there. It is the Players' Lounge. It's the Chickies and Peaks Players' Lounge down here in South Philly. Uh, Elliot Shore Parks, Hugh Douglas joining me here. Jordan Mailata will be joining us here in moments. But, uh, fellas, that game yesterday certainly has the Delaware Valley in a bad mood. Uh, Eagles basically didn't show up in the first half of that game. I don't know what the hell the problem was, but they didn't really show up in the first half of that game. Um, I've been talking about it for five hours a day. Hugh, I got a chance to hear the midday show uh, and you, you all's thoughts on the game. Elliot, I haven't heard your thoughts yeah. on the game just yet. You guys want to give me a quick uh, your thoughts I, on I, yesterday's game? I just thought, so, so watching it live, to me, it felt like one of those games where, where it's impossible to watch it and not feel like there's big picture problems with this team. Just a feeling emotionally watching it. To come out that way early on in the game, a game that I thought – and the players had said, you know, they wanted to have a good game. They wanted to show up. They wanted to go in the postseason uh, off of a good game. They felt it was a chance to get some, some momentum to come out on both sides of the ball. I know the defense is really getting shredded today, and they, they got shredded yesterday too. But <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. But A.J. Brown, you know, fumbles the ball the first time he gets it. Um, so I thought – Or he, di- thought he thought he just shredded his knee. Yeah. Well, he fumbled it before that. But, but yeah. <laughs> But uh, I. But now that I'm removed from from the game, and maybe it's, I'm not in MetLife anymore, I do wonder if they just were never gonna really try to win that game. Like they pulled guys before the start of halftime. Uh, I thought the whole energy of the team felt like they were just waiting to get get off the field. Yeah. Uh, I think the players realistically never thought Dallas w- were going to lose that game. Mm-hmm. So while it is definitely a concerning performance, and I think some of the other losses in this streak you could you could pull positives from Arizona. The offense played really well. Mm-hmm. Seattle, the defense mostly played well till that last drive. Um, the Giants game they had a big lead in. This truly is one where you just really want to throw it out and forget it happened because there was not really any positives to take from that game whatsoever. Not even a Quez touchdown? 
Well, Quez was happy about Bring that. Bring the room. Bring <laughs> yeah. the room. Yeah. I, I like Quez, but the, you know, doing the, the uh, talking. The mouthing thing. Yeah. yeah. So, you know that Not worth it. Not bit. worth it. Little Freddie Freddy Mitchell-ish. Mitchell. Oh, a little Fred X. Yeah. A little Fred X-ish. A little bit. A little bit. Uh, Hugh, your thoughts on, on yesterday? Uh, flabbergasted. That's the word that I used <laughs> earlier. I heard that. And, uh, it, like, I'm not going to lie. I, it, was, it was hard to concentrate on the show today watching – playing that over in my head and watching it over again on YouTube because I've never seen anything like that. And, and, and the biggest thing that I took away from it was mm-hmm. I've been told for like weeks that this is not who we are. This is, we're better than this. Mm-hmm. And I, and you know, we, we've, we've been there, you know, me and you've been there. We, we know what that that's like. We know what that conversation is like, but week in and week out, especially on the defensive side of the ball, mm-hmm. you're doing some of the same things over and over again. And, and you've been in those defensive meetings, the same ones that I've been in. Oh, yeah. And, and when we make mistakes, the one thing that we are sure not to do the next week is make the same exact mistake that we made the week before. Mm-hmm. That's not the case with this football team. I'm, I'm talking about guys were left wide-ass open well, in the you, second Blown assignments. Like, yeah. like, and it, and it yeah. was almost like everybody was out there being a renegade. Like, everybody was out there trying to do their own thing defensively. Well, the first two snaps of the game on defense, Hassan Reddick drops back into coverage, which to me... Never a good idea. Is, well, it's alarming on, <laughs> on one of two fronts. Either they're still dropping him back into coverage, which is just completely ignoring how pointless it is and that he needs to be going forward, not backward, when the mm-hmm. ball is snapped. Mm-hmm. Or... I don't want to think this, but like Patricia's intentionally dropping this dude back because during the middle of the week he basically said he didn't like doing it. So, I the, the defense. Well, to that me, really would be an issue. Here. Yeah, well, I mean, I, yeah. it just seems coincidental that during the week Reddick voices some level of like, "Hey, I'm just doing what I'm told," and then the first two plays of the game he drops back. Like, I it just it just feel it felt intentional to me to drop him back the first two plays of the game, and I just think on the defensive side of the ball. It looks like they have no answer right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there's really two football teams. There's the offensive side where I do believe <laughs> there is hope. Like, they, right. they, they have put up good numbers. They have really good players. Mm-hmm. And there's the defensive side, which is like a ship without a paddle. Like, they, they, they basically have had two different coordinators. One coordinator is trying to institute his own stuff right before the playoffs. The, the personnel is different every single week. Some weeks, Hassan Reddick's going towards the quarterback. Other weeks, he's, he's dropping back into coverage. They have Nolan Smith lining up at a linebacker role when he was drafted to rush the passer. I mean, there's just no— Too small. There's, well, he's, he's kind of a—at the edge you're talking about. Yes. Yeah, but I don't think he's athletic enough to play off-ball linebacker. Like, he feels too big. Uh, it feels like he's too big to be able to, to do that. But Changing directions and all right, that stuff, but, yeah. But regardless— on defense, it just feels like there's no plan moving forward. And I, I thought in general at times yesterday, they looked like a team that felt, that felt they didn't have the answers. Because, Hugh, you're right. Like, we, we do this show every week. I, you know, I talk to the players throughout the week. Like, we hear them do interviews and all that. And they've said repeatedly, and I respect them for it, like, we have to work on it. We have to keep going. We have to try to fix this. And, look, you guys were players, so you can speak to it better. But I, you know, even just in, in my life, like if there's something you try to do for every single week for 18 straight weeks and you're not getting it, like that has to be extremely frustrating. I, I, and I, yeah. I don't I, like I'm not in the locker room, so I, I can't talk about what what the dynamics doing. of the locker. Yes. Room. But I will say this, like the locker room that I have been in, the one that I am familiar with, mm-hmm. to make the same mistakes over and over again every week. And I know we can't do this because we ain't got enough people, but you would not be playing 
Like, if you made some of the same mistakes, especially when you're, you're letting people run free in the secondary. Like, you're, you're letting guys run free. Like, it's almost like guys don't realize the, 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 the spacing. You know how they talk about a baseball, basketball spacing yeah. and, 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 and spatial awareness. When it, like, say, for instance, me and you are in coverage. I don't understand that. I, at some point, if, if we're in a zone defense, I have to carry you out of my zone into the next person's zone, and they have to be able to see you. It's almost like a, a link in the chain. They're not doing that. They're not doing the basic well, and stuff. And that's like day one training camp. That, 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 that's, that's like OTA summer installation. That, that's, that's basic. Right. That, if, that's, if you're in a zone defense, that's the basic concept of a zone. Right. But the, t- <laughs> the tough thing is the playoff, like as much as people can be mad at this team and frustrated and all that, they do play a playoff game next Monday. Like, they are an 11-win team. They're, they're, and I know people don't want to hear it, but Sirianni's right. Like, a lot of teams would kill to be in oh, their sure. position. Yeah. The team that just beat them yesterday would kill to, to accomplish what the Eagles did this season, right? Yeah. They're, they're not a playoff team. They made it once in the last however many years. So, as bad as it looks, I do think there is, and this isn't, I don't think being overly optimistic or being a homer or anything like that. I do think part of what happened yesterday was, they went in, they thought, all right, let's see if Dallas can make a game of it. That didn't really happen. They pulled the guys. There was no AJ, no Devontae, no DeAndre Swift, no yeah. Fletcher Cox. And you saw a team that just didn't really have much to play for for like two and a half quarters of that game. Yeah, so, I, go ahead. I'm well, sorry. I was going to say, as bad as the beginning was, you know, there, there was legitimate reason for them to no longer care about that game, really, like after half. I, listen, I, I, I agree with you there, and I, but I also understand why people – see that performance yesterday and it, it angers them even more because it's almost more of the same i think you and i are sort of looking at it from a logical sort of standpoint that ultimately had they won or lost the game that would not have mattered and to your point i don't know if the aj injury happened the second series or the third series i, of I the thought game. it was the i well, thought it was the first was it the first it, series it was of maybe the, game? the second one yeah, yeah I, I know it was early in yeah, the game yeah yeah it was his first catch and you see aj go down like that i know my heart went into my throat well, the second that happened, I was thinking, get everybody, get off, everybody, the, get everybody off, off the field. field. I mean, the way the players were kneeling, and we'll talk to Jordan about this, like yeah. what it was like on the field, but Jalen was down on one knee right next to AJ. Yeah. All the players were down one knee. And, look, AJ, all, every player out there is tough, but you see him holding the knee. He no, you, you, you're like, thinking that's a torn ACL. Yeah, I thought it was, exactly I thought it was over. That's what everybody yeah, is thinking. Over. Yep. That's what everybody is thinking, and those players are thinking the same thing. So even if they were half in and half out of this game, once that happened, they were out. They yeah. checked out mentally. I, that's a good game. point. I hadn't thought of that. Seeing AJ on the ground like that, like at that point, you're just like you just said, it's not worth it. Yeah, no, it's a it's a good point. It's not worth it, and and it was it was more likely that the Cowboys were going to right the ship down there in Washington and eventually beat them mm-hmm. versus Washington figuring out a way to beat Dallas. Washington had no motivation to beat Dallas. They have the number two pick in the draft. They need a freaking quarterback. Mm-hmm. It's better for them to lose the game. So you really almost needed Dallas to play sloppy, turn the ball over, and just look like they weren't into the game, and then maybe Washington lucks into a win. But it had been interesting to see how they would have handled the end of that game because you think Joshua Harris wanted to win? No, they would have pulled every <laughs> single good player. Right, exactly. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, you still had that hanging in the balance so the aj injury i think zapped any type of uh life out of the team uh just over concern and and here's the other thing where i'm at because i know people got frustrated with me today listening believing that i was being over welcome to my life yeah being overly optimistic but i am an optimistic one i am that's just that's just who i am plus i look at it this way 
they're still playing. This yep. is the postseason. So what am I supposed to do? Have a defeatist attitude all week, saying they're going to lose? I'm trying to get excited about a damn playoff game and, and thinking about all possibilities versus I want the season to be over with now anyway. We're not going to do anything. Fire everybody and go ahead and lose next week. Well, and week. by the way, they are favorites in the game. Yes! And not only are they favorites, they opened as one-and-a-half-point favorites. It's up to and three. it's gone up it's to three. It's doubled. So, so uh, look, I completely understand – that there are concerns with this team and the emotional part of it, but I don't know. I, I you know, I, I can react to that next Monday. Yeah, if, after if, the game. But the other the other thing, really quick, is this has turned into like a referendum on on Nick Sirianni and like mm -hmm. if the players believe in him, right? Right. I, I look at what Nick has has accomplished. Look at the head coach of the Dolphins last night, Mike McDaniel. His team had a huge lead in that division. His team two weeks ago got smacked by forty points with the number one seed on the line. Mm -hmm. His team last night with a chance to. You know, to secure better playoff seating, scored 14 points at home and lost. Mike McDaniel is viewed as one of the best head coaches in the NFL. People would laugh at you if they said that they that Mike McDaniel should be fired. Nick Sirianni has accomplished more both this season, and last season, and you know the season before than McDaniel has. So while I understand the frustration, I just think we're going ahead of ourselves, and I hope Lurie doesn't do this in terms of thinking a change needs to be made. I think this is more a small rut in a larger picture than it is a sign of big picture concerns. Boy, both y'all good and crazy. Right now. <laughs> I mean, it's, the way y'all are spinning this, I understand what you're saying, Ellie. And, and for the most part, you're right. And, and you're definitely right about being in the playoffs. My thing is this. The optics of this situation leads me to believe that there's a way more going on with this football team than, than we could ever know. I agree with the that. The fact that, you know, we're talking about the – the, the, the paddock room that we did, we're doing everything that we possibly can to try to keep this team a cohesive But you don't unit. do that if you've given up on the season. No, but, but, but I... Like, you don't, you don't even make an effort. You don't make the effort, but I... Obviously, to me, you're not getting to the meat of the problem. Like, that, that to me, that's what I see. When okay. I see this team and I, and I hear the guys talking about positivity and all this other stuff, they're not getting to the root of the problem. There's something underlying whatever they feel the issue is there's something beneath that that they haven't even touched for this to be the way that it is so right I, now. i agree with you on that but my my view of it and i'm curious what you think do you think this is something where they just need to get away for the offseason i think like that, do you or is this something that see, next next year is going I to think, be a I problem think, go ahead no go you ahead. got it no, no, you got go ahead. no you know what i think it is i think that everybody's been talking around the problem i don't know what the problem is because i'm not there I'm not there, and this is me speculating. But for weeks, we've been talking around whatever the underlying issue is with this football team. And, and we've been told for weeks that we're going to get it together. This Okay, this is the week. This is the week we're going to get it together. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, I, I know what that feels like. I know what that's like because I've been a part of that. But the biggest difference between us and them is that there is proof that that is being worked on from week to week. And I'm talking about the defensive side of the ball. Communication, for whatever reason, breaks down in that secondary like clockwork. Maybe they aren't good enough. <laughs> Maybe that's it, Ike. But still, you, if you're not good enough, you shouldn't be blowing basic coverages. You should at least know who you're supposed to. Like, I, here's the thing to me. Mm -hmm. If I don't know how to play zone, hell, go man. Even if I'm getting beat, at least I know who my man is. A lot of times back there in the secondary, it looks like nobody knows who they're supposed to cover and how long they're supposed to cover them. It could be a coordinator issue. 
I think it definitely is. Could be. I, mean, I think it definitely I'm, is. I'm a just saying. No, I don't know. It could be. It could be an issue with the with the schemes. Well, and that's no, why I think it's, it's almost funny, it's, it's like two you, different teams. When you yeah. said it, no, the way you said it, like you know, I, it's a little bit always pushback, especially when it comes. to <laughs> No, stuff. I just mean it's going to be a coordinator <laughs> issue. <laughs> I don't know. No, but when I make a good point, when I talk about secondary play and him, him being a linebacker. I just got to sit back and, and I'm kind of proud of myself. You got oh, no, you're good. No, that, no you, made, you made a lot of sense there. And I, I just I, I wonder, though, is it personnel or is it the positions that they're being put in? When you see Hassan Reddick dropping back in coverage, yeah, I mean, that's that, a schematic thing. Yeah, and I, I kind of look at that is when you look at our linebackers as a whole, he's probably the best one. He's probably the best one dropping in the coverage. So, you know. Maybe. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's, it's two different teams. Like, the defense is going to be completely rebuilt this offseason. Mm-hmm. But the offense, so if you look at it, of all the teams in the playoffs, four of them, uh, four of them are in the top half of the league in offense. None of them are in, the bo- in defense, right? Like, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you can win with a bad defense if your offense is good enough. Like, uh, of course, the defense that. has to been get stopped. Yeah, 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 you two have been on the same side of that I've been, that, I've been that saying argument. that forever. Well, yeah. I mean, for what they're basically saying defense is a luxury. No, it's the, not, the it's Eagles not are 11 and 6. I mean, it's not like, you know, they're, they're 4 and 12. So. Well, that, well, that's what I was going to say to your point there, Elliot. We, we saw the 2020 season. And to me, you could almost – you can almost see the issues every week that season. Now, we all blamed it on the quarterback and said he was – but ultimately there was a, there was some talent issues there. There were some coaching issues there, believing in the system and, and believing in the coaching schemes and things of that nature. I don't see that with this team. Well, it, like, I don't see that type of issue with this team. That's how that, – that's – that's where a team looks bad when you're when you're four and twelve and you go through that 2020 season. This team, what did they all of a sudden get bad after ten and one? Well, it's, like, it's haven't been a bad year all year long. It's like there's been a good good season for two thirds of the season, but something has happened. Real quick before you go, Elliot, let's welcome in to the star of the show, uh, Eagles left tackle Jordan Mailata in the Jordan. building. See, Jordan, they, they all still love you. We all still love you, Jordan. Thanks, thanks guys. Thanks right. for having me. Thanks for By the way, me. before I let Elliot finish his football well, I don't know if I just don't want to do the commentary here. but yeah. Well, yeah, no, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> no. Listen, that's the one thing I love about the big man. The big man knows that this, this has not been very pleasant to do the last month and a half. Obviously a tough situation to be in, having to answer questions for the teams, the teams play, teammates on the team. But he shows up every week. I just wanted to say before we get into football, Big dude, you 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 know how to put on some threads, big dude. I I I, I saw you down at the White House, man. I saw I saw the outfit. Oh <laughs> You're still talking about. That? I was just saying I saw the video. Well, the, the I just saw the video. I just out. finally saw the video, and I just I was impressed with with your outfit. Like me and Elliot, we we put actual thought <laughs> yeah, into what yeah. we wear. Hugh doesn't. I have you know, to put he, more. He dresses uh, like I a dick. Yeah. Well, like uncles a, generally don't like do that. I feel like I Uncles don't think about uh, style. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Uncle. good there, man. You it's all good. good. I, I like the you way I look. You caught it straight. Yeah, yeah, you <laughs> caught it straight there, Hugh. So I wanted to give you props there. Um, thank you, thank you. First of all, welcome welcome back to the show, man. How you been? Uh, could be better. <laughs> it was more um, of a rhetorical be better, question. I kind of know where you're at right now. Pulled out pretty healthy from the game, considered we just finished playing at the death trap. So... And, and that is it's a, it's a great nickname for it. It really is. Because it kind of looks like it, too. And, and players, not only you <laughs> as, a, as a player who plays up there every year being in the same division, but around the league you hear people complain about that stadium. Everybody that has to go in there and play. That's all we can do. Yeah. That's all we can do. Been trying to get the turf changed for I don't know how long now. No, not too long. Last two years. <laughs> no, I'll be honest. Um, Pierre's doing a great job of applying pressure. But 
We'll, we'll keep it going in the media. Well, I so. tell you, the one thing, the players certainly are outspoken about their dislike oh, for being yeah. there. Every time a game is on national TV and somebody gets injured, it's like, okay, they're going to met like turf again. Yeah, and that mm-hmm. debate is always up. Every time something happens, that's yeah. the first thing that comes do you out think about. Mouth. Do you think about it while you play? Like going into a game, are you, are you thinking about the surface you're on? Uh, no. No. I mean, you just I'm more worried about uh, executing the plays, to be honest. But – yeah, until something happens, that's when it's like, oh, Shiza. <laughs> yeah, well, Shiza. hopefully not, not soon. So, a yeah. uh, question I did have about the game yesterday. So, all last week, uh, it felt like you guys were gearing up towards trying to, to make a statement in that game, to get some good reps going into the game. Uh, you had said something I thought was important. Like, you guys want to get back to playing Eagles football, what, the football you've been known for. Um, when you come out yesterday, like, what, what happened do you think where the execution was a problem early on where you weren't able to put those good reps together that, that you, got, you want to have going into the playoffs? Well, I think it's important to say that uh, Wink did a good job mm-hmm. of, again, once again, disguising and just making everything look the same, uh, just like he did the first game we played him. Um, and then, you know, just blitzing and dropping out guys who we thought – you know, are they premier rushes? And, yeah, well, he made it hard for us. Mr. Kelsey did a great job of pointing, and then Landon Dickerson at center when he came in did a great job as well. Shout out to Cam as well. Hold on, Landon Dickerson plays center? Yeah, I think for – Come on now. I, you I, must have turned the game off at half time then. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't turn the game they had all off. Types turn, of, you definitely turned the game off. I didn't realize that. <laughs> well, we – well, if you watch the uh, post-game presser that he does after the game, right? You definitely didn't watch the full game. You should probably not listen I did, to it. I, I watched the full game. How did I not realize that yesterday? Um, well, it felt, the second half felt like a preseason game. Did it? I mean, to me, it well, did. Well, it did watch well, it. Was, it did kind of. It did. It, it was. It was bad. I'm not gonna lie to you, big dog. Bad. It was I'm a sorry, tough guys. watch. It was a tough. Uh, second half was a little bit of a yeah. tough watch. Right, Listen, <laughs> be honest with you. Twenty-four nothing. It. it you definitely turned yeah, it off. Yeah, well, I didn't turn it off. You I turned it off. No, I did not you turn it off. off. I just <laughs> wasn't in tune to every play. And I, I stopped taking notes at that point, too. Like, yeah, well, I got everything I need right you now. You missed the Landon well. Dickerson. Uh, <laughs> well, I missed it. Future center there. Well, I know he played center in college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that. Yeah, I, know well, he did. Well, I didn't know he played yesterday, though. Mr. Dickerson was at center. There you go. Uh, okay. For the second half, I think. Well, most of the second half. Yeah. See? Well, See, yeah, Cam was out, too. Yeah. Cam was out. Yeah. And you were still out there, though. I mean, we used all our, back, all our backups. You said, there. no, there was nobody left. <laughs> so we dressed, uh, uh, you know. He was the low man on the totem yeah. pole on that, at that point. Man, at that point, I was planning on staying out there regardless if uh, we were healthy. Yeah. You know, I don't want Mr. Dickerson out there with one, one hand mm-hmm. any longer than he has to be. So right. we would have been, I would have been out there regardless. I'm with you there. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. I want to get your thoughts on um, – there was a scary moment in that game. And, and honestly, at that moment, I wanted to pull everybody <laughs> out of the game when AJ got injured early. I want to get your thoughts on that. But also, the mindset going into the game and, and, and where, you, where you guys were at yesterday. Eagles left tackle, uh, Jordan Malata, right here at the Players' Lounge at Chickies and Pete's in South Philly, Elliott Shore Parks, Hugh Douglas. We're back here on 94 WIP. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Welcome back, Sports Radio 94 WIP. It is the Chickies and Pete's Players Lounge. We're at the official sports bar of your Philadelphia Eagles. And listen, I, it's, it's been a tough day here in the city. It's been a tough month and a half, kind of. Yeah, really. It's been a long time, man. It's been a, <laughs> been a been tough rough. day today, though. And, and fans aren't necessarily happy. And, and, and Jordan, um, you know, me, Hugh, and, and Elliot, we obviously – Working on, on the radio here, we, we deal with a lot of the fans, the callers and everything. There's a lot of frustration there. What would you say is, the, is sort of the number one issue um, for the fans, Hugh? What, what, what's the, like, the number one complaint you got? Uh, you guys, I mean, it, it, there's like for, for yesterday, it, it, it was uh, we got a lot of uh, it looked like they quit. Right. Got a lot of that today. Got a lot of that. Got a lot of uh, it feels like Coach Sirianni has lost the team. Got a lot of that today. You know, yeah. a lot of that. Yeah, and that's kind of a thing. Some small that, button issues, yeah. yeah. <laughs> small button issues. Um, um, before we went to break, Jordan, I was, I was alluding to AJ getting banged up yesterday. I think reports are, Elliot, you may know better than I. Cause you, you well, I saw yourself. him after the game. I mean, okay, well, he, I mean, did, did they, they did an MRI today. And, I don't believe anything's been, I don't know anything about that. Okay, so no nothing, report, no report on that yet. yet. Okay, yeah. okay. So Jalen, they said no fracture because I saw yep. that. Yeah. Um, no. Did you see his hand? Did you see his finger yesterday? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. You didn't, you didn't get a chance to yeah. see it. Yeah. Yeah, it was gnarly. Yeah. I saw it. <laughs> well, the I mean, video, the video of him holding it up, and I don't. Want I know, to do right? It because what, what Jalen looked at it like, what the bleep? Yeah. Well, no, because see, I got one of those. You see what I'm saying? But it don't look like that. Mine's the pinky. Yeah, yeah, I got one of those. I got one of those. Yeah, you got the pinky one where it was pointed out that way, like that. No, but see what you got to do when it's like that. You just got to hurt and pop that thing pop it back, back in. in there, yeah. Because the longer it sits, the, the harder it gets to pop it back in. So you got to hurt and pop when it pop out. Just pop that thing back in real quick. <laughs> pop it in. Well, he certainly looked at it and headed towards the sideline. Like, this doesn't look yeah. right. <laughs> and they popped it in over there. Um, but A.J. being down. Because yeah. for me, I know I was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> we done lost A.J. Brown. To a damn ACL tear. So I, I'm thinking the worst immediately. The absolute worst. The stadium and everything else. I'm like, yep, there it is. I just wonder how 
you guys, I saw you guys take a knee, some of the players out there. So I'm assuming a lot of guys didn't know and, and may have thought that it was, it was pretty bad. Yeah, we weren't sure what, what, you know, how bad it was, but um, I think it gave us a lot of confidence to see him bounce back up okay. like he did. You know, it took his time to get back up, so that was definitely a, you know, a good sign. Yeah. Um, but like I said, man, we're, we're, still, we're still close. We're still a unit. And mm-hmm. to see all the guys out there care for one of our captains like that, you know, that's, I guess, a positive to take away from yesterday. Was it, was it hard to have the necessary motivation to win that game yesterday? No, I, I definitely, you know, every time, once we took Jay out, um, every time we had the ball, we all had the mindset of go score, go get points. And it, you know, up until the last drive, up until the last play. Well, it, you know, you mentioned Jalen and, and his hand, and Hugh brought up that, that some of the fans are, you know, did they quit in the game? Are they still playing hard for Sirianni? Your $250 million quarterback popping his finger back in and going back out there, sure, surely I think at least an indication the players still wanted to try to, to play How hard about that? Yeah, for, for, for the coach. But, How about that? Uh, you know, it's something we've talked about on this show during this streak, but, but while it's still being discussed almost daily, I think it's always important to ask you, like, the, the narrative that the players aren't playing hard for, for Nick, yeah. for, for Nick Sirianni. Like, what are you seeing behind the scenes? You were in that locker room at halftime. You were in the locker room, obviously, after the game when, when Nick, I would assume, talked to you guys. Like, what are you seeing from Nick during this, this stretch where, you know, you all want to be playing better? Cool head. A cool head coming in, reminding us that we, we have to go out there and play good football. It starts with this, gives us our notes. And just, just remaining confident and calm, that's what we need, especially when you're down like that, down bad at halftime. So it's hard, to, it's hard to see all this you know, stuff that players can't play or aren't playing for coach. Mm-hmm. I think the matter of the issue is just we're not playing complementary football. Mm-hmm. You know, if your defense isn't, isn't doing a good job, your offense needs to be able to do a better job do a greater job than what the defense is doing and, and then vice versa. If offense isn't doing a good job, the defense needs to be doing a greater job. Yeah. You know, and, and that's just been the story of the year that we haven't been playing complimentary football at all. There've been moments. <clears throat> there's been moments not to take away from the season. But again, the consistency isn't there and um, it's something that we're striving towards to, to, to work on because this is a big it's a, it's a big issue. Mm-hmm. Um and something that we're trying to address. So it sounds like you believe, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it's more about executing, right, as players going out there and executing versus uh, we've given up on the season or we're giving up on the coaching or we don't like each other as players. Like uh, us on the outside not knowing what's going on, we tend to speculate that there are issues in the locker room, whether it's players not necessarily getting along or players not trusting in the coach. It sounds as if you're saying that's not necessarily the issue. Yeah. It's more about going out and actually doing the things and executing the things. Yeah, I mean, this is a team sport. Coaches yeah. have to be able to put us in, the good, in good positions to mm-hmm. go out there and execute you know, the play call. That is something out of my expertise, so I don't ever address that mm-hmm. um, when it comes to coaching. But as players, all we, all we have to do is play. And that's what we have to continue to do. But play with some pride, play with some effort, and passion, aggression, whatever it is to get the win. Let's play our football. 
the the number one thing Nick Nick talks about is is connection, right? Uh, between the, the uh, teammates, coaches, and players, all those things. How, how do you feel the connection is with this team heading into the postseason? Because it has been a you know a tumultuous year to an extent. Close yep. games, obviously a tough stretch right now. A lot of big wins. I know people forget that, but there have been some exciting moments. How do you feel the connection in the locker room is amongst players heading into uh, the postseason? Connection's good. It's not great. It's good. Um, it, a reason why I say that is just because that win. That, I mean, that win. That loss. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was that was a, I guess a pride eater. You know, it was it was just it wasn't what we needed heading into the playoffs. You know, especially after having a good week of practice. Yeah, energy was high. Vibes were high. Um, just felt like we were going to play a great game, complete game, and um, yeah, we go out there and we put up what we did so I think we got to double down on that making sure that heading into the postseason that we still remain unified and we can keep always always working on connecting the people you have is literally the people in the locker room that's mm-hmm. all you have I mean they're the, they're the ones that understand your daily struggles understand the daily uh, the work that you have to put in so we just got to double down on that man double down so, so is it safe to say that, like, because I, I, I heard Dallas say it earlier today when, when the press conference yesterday, he talked about how, you know, you guys get, are getting ready for the playoffs and you're just going to flip the switch and, and everything is going. Do you, do you kind of feel that way? Like, it, it's that basically what it is? You guys just can refocus and get this thing going in the right direction? It's possible, yeah, 100%. 100%. It's playoff football. Mm-hmm. And we have to understand that this is a privilege. You know, there's seven, 17 other teams? How many teams? Mm-hmm. 17 other teams that are on the couch right now. True. They're having exit meetings. Today. 18. 18. Sorry. Yeah, I did that quick math. I yeah, I, I had to think about it yeah, myself. Yeah, I'm still figuring <laughs> the math out. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I just threw out a random number. I was close enough, though. 18. 14 well, teams there, make there it. There are 18. 17. There's just one more. Yeah. 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 So, well, yeah. You know, and the, the opportunity that we have in front of us is still there. Everything's still up for grabs. Yeah. And we just have to, again, buy in, play for each other, and Try and go win the Super Bowl, man. So let me take you out on the field yesterday, but it's kind of a question that sort of pertains to the entire season. The blitz pickups, right? Guys, these teams sending extra guys, extra pressure. You're going to get some of that with Todd Bowles. I think they are the third most blitzing team uh, in the NFL. You certainly have faced them already. What do you think are some of the issues, right, without necessarily throwing anybody under the bus or any of that stuff? But – struggling with being able to pick up guys and know where to go with the football. Why, why, why do you think that's been somewhat of an issue all year? Because as an offense, I know Jalen sort of gets the tag put on him because he's the quarterback, but it's really the passing offense is ranked 28th versus the blitz. Am I right about this? Like 28th yeah. versus the blitz. Yep. So, so what do you think has sort of been difficult for you guys to sort of handle when it comes to some of these blitzes? Unique fronts. I think it's easier to, you know, I think it's easier to see when you when you have the full scope, you know, overview of the play. Mm-hmm. But when you're there in real time, when you watch film, you see that, okay, this is the tendencies and this is what they like to do. You're not going to get that. So it's just this game of math that you're doing. There's a, I guess, trying to figure out, who's coming because you know they showed some blitzes where okay this is this guy's coming 
and then they, they a little bit of cat and mouse. Yeah, a lot of disguises, well, especially yesterday, and all that type of stuff. And Wink Martindale, former Giant, former great. Giants defensive coordinator. You know, he he resigned today. So he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not with the he Giants. He resigned. Yeah. Could have resigned last week. I don't know why he waited. I, I think he's day. looking yeah. for. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That <laughs> Could have resigned last. He week. wanted that paycheck. <laughs> yes. He wanted that paycheck. <laughs> but so yeah, so the Giants are actually moving. And he's probably the he did the, the most blitzing. He's certainly up there. Certainly I will say, rewatching the game today, this is my you know compared to you guys novice football. Like he did do a lot of prof, like it looks like five are coming, then two drop out, and those type of things. Like was, I, I was I, even I noticed it. Why it was, it was surprising. Like I'm, like I'm saying, it was a game of cat and mouse. You know what? There were times when we checked to a seven man pro, then they checked out of it. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, and then they have I don't know seven guys in coverage. Right. And. You know, You've already have, checked to some sort of quick play. Because yeah. you know, like, when you say check to seven, you mean like max, max protection. Max protection. Yes, whatever, max whatever protection. Whatever you want to call it. Yep, I know what you're saying. Yep. Um, you know, like that, that's the game of cat and mouse we're doing. So then we get the same look again. Like, all right, they dropped out before, they bring it. And, and, great. and to your point, when, when they go max protection, he says it's only a two-man route. Very difficult to complete a pass oh, yeah. with two guys. receivers with seven guys dropping yeah, back in coverage. Yeah. That's a tough one. It's basically seven <laughs> defenders yeah, versus exactly. two receivers. Yeah. So, are, are you guys, uh, you know, obviously you lost <laughs> Shane Steichen, uh, Brian Johnson this year, uh, new offensive coordinator. But Jeff Stallin's still there. Nick's still there. Kelsey, obviously, still there. Uh, Jalen, like, are you guys handling the blitz in a, in a major different way than you have in past years? Or is it... Is it the same kind of, like, philosophy, but just you've been getting different looks that you have to adjust to? Probably the latter, yeah. Same philosophy. Just mm-hmm. And then, shoot. I mean, we've been getting some funky looks. Mm-hmm. Like, in all, all my years of playing, like, this year we've faced some great DCs where, who know that Jason Kelsey is the smartest player on the field. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and they're doing everything they can to confuse the QB, a Hall of Fame center. Well, and, and Stoutland. <laughs> I mean, I, what, what's Stoutland been like through all this? We talk so much about Nick. I mean, but he's been in the NFL for a long time. He's been through also coaching changes, like seasons that, you know, go to the Super Bowl, seasons that, that go through losing streaks. Yeah. What, what's he been like in that uh, position room with you guys? Like he's, he's been the same way. Mm-hmm. He's just the same philosophy. You know, getting 10,000 reps at one technique, <laughs> just continuing to, to work out on, on, on getting better. One, he truly lives by that, the 1% better every day. The, the football IQ, it's crazy. I mean, I would love for us to, you know, film our O-line sessions. I would too, yeah. It'd be interesting to see, to, to see Stalin behind Probably the Probably be a little team. different because there's cameras. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, right, yeah. But honestly, I mean, you learn so much in, in Stout's class. Mm-hmm. I'll call it class. I'll call it class. Oh, yeah. Well, it's a university. Oh, Lyman, man. Well, that's, that's the one thing that this organization has done. I mean, you think of some of the offensive line coaches they've had here under Jeffrey Lurie. Uh, they certainly put a premium on that position and making sure they got the right teachers in place uh, that can develop guys. Um, as, as players. But I think to Jordan's point about the whole disguising of defenses, when, when a book is out that they struggle with these sort of exotic looks and you sort of give them different looks and you can you change it week. and this and that and the other, 
um, you're going to see that every week. In that first Giants game, we were talking about how they had, at one point I saw where they had three guys stacked behind each other. Oh, man. <laughs> trying to rush. And we talked about Leonard, was it Leonard Williams? No, it was Dexter. No, Dexter Lawrence. Dexter Lawrence lined up like he's a linebacker. Yeah. And, then, and then rushing. So I, to, to what Jordan just said, when these coaches are constantly throwing that at you every week, it's really like a puzzle each week to figure out, okay, what is it now? Are they coming? Are they not coming? And, yeah, man, it's, I mean, it, it, like I said, it's a copycat league, so you're going to see it until yeah. it sort of gets fixed. Yeah, and we gotta, we got to improve on that. So, All right, we got one more segment. You're hanging in there, big dog. I tell you, it's almost like going to the dentist, man. It's you're almost over with. You're doing the best that you can. It's, all, it's almost <laughs> over with. I hear that damn drill at the dentist's office. I'm like, man, we're not done yet. <laughs> so it's almost done, big dog. We'll be back on the other side. Wrap this show up with Jordan Mylotta. Talk a little bit about the Bucks playoff game next week. I know everybody feels like the season ended yesterday, but it did not. We're in the playoffs, ladies and gentlemen. We got a game next Monday night down in Tampa. This thing ain't over with yet. We'll be back right here on the Players Lounge on 94WIP. Hey, everyone. This is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back, Sports Radio 94 WIP. It's the Chickies and Pete's Players Lounge. We're Chickies and Pete's in South Philly, home of the official sports bar of your Philadelphia Eagles. And we got Eagles left tackle Jordan Mylotta in the building with us for one more segment. Elliot Shore Parks, Hugh Douglas. Uh, Jordan, are you a college football fan? Uh, no, because I didn't go to college, so I'm not a fan. <laughs> so you're not, you're, not, you're not rooting for anybody in the national championship game tonight? No, sir. I was privileged enough to not go to college. So. <laughs> I feel like you should maybe root, root for Michigan, right? Like that's the – well, Ike's not going to like that, but that's well, yeah, Brandon's I mean, I don't team. Care. Yeah, but it's the Big yeah. Ten, oh, though. So who's playing? You know, who's the Big Ten? Washington? Uh, yeah, Michigan, yeah, Washington. Washington Huskies, uh, yes, two Big Ten teams. Yeah, Michigan, not Michigan Two Big State. Ten teams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't know Hugh? Wait a minute, not the Huskies. Oh, they're in the Big Ten starting next year. Yeah. No, wait a minute, because it's, it's USC, UCLA, UCLA, Washington, and Oregon. They're moving. Wait, wait a minute. When, see, I haven't been paying attention. Oh, yeah. that, that happened this year? Or No, they'll be in there. They got announced last year, but they're moving. Okay, I didn't know. I didn't, you know what? I knew about SC and UCLA. I didn't know about Washington. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Temple's I mean, not going to the Big Ten, I don't think. No, I don't think Temple no. is. No, I don't I think know. They're, they're staying right where they are. We're, we already have a Temple in the Big Ten. It's called Rutgers. <laughs> All right, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> my bad. Shout out, shout out to my – that's my home straight. state. That's my home state. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Could, could, could be, could be the future school of uh, one Jada Reese, my daughter. So, I don't want to – I don't want to go. You got yeah. I need scholarship money, too, by the way. Yeah, you don't want to be on the extra money list. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, you don't, have a, you don't have a rooting interest in tonight's national championship. Uh, no, game. sir. Okay. No, sir. Okay. Uh, okay. But so, if they lose, I'm going to give BG a yeah. Right. Right. That's how it works. It's a no-lose right. situation. Hold on. Are there any Huskies on the uh, Eagles? Uh, no, I don't think so. Right. Yeah, I don't. I yeah. Don't so. Well, Sidney Jones was the last one. We had Sidney Jones. Yeah. And we had a D tackle. I can't remember his name. Seventh round pick, I believe, from Washington. From in Washington. the recent years, Elijah something. 
Oh, Elijah Qualls, I think. Elijah Qualls. Yeah, yeah. Yes. From the Super Bowl. Remember team. that? Or he, he was, was, coming he was on the roster. Yeah, see? Yeah. Uh-huh. Numbers and names go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> As he calls me Eli, yeah. <laughs> I like that. No, nobody calls him Eli. Yeah. That's, Eli, That's why I love I like it. that. Yeah, I like that nickname, yeah. Yes, I love it. Um, so, Big Dog, yeah. next week, Tampa Bay. Yeah. Right? You guys played them earlier this year down there. Yeah. And to me, the most impressive thing you guys did that, that night – I got to give myself a pause before I even say it. Yeah. You guys pounded that rock, man. There you go. <laughs> you really did. Oh. <laughs> so are you going to pound the rock this time? <laughs> I mean, seriously, you rushed, over, pound the rock. Yeah, you rushed for over 200 and something. No, in all seriousness, over 200 and something yards in that game. And the most impressive thing was the last nine minutes of that game. Yeah. Where you guys dominated the time of possession and never gave Tampa the ball again. Yeah, I'm excited. Excited to go back to uh, Tampa. Um, we have our uh, non-official play quarterback, Big mm-hmm. Dom. So. <laughs> I saw him earlier. I said, dude, you got to get back on the sideline, yeah. bro. Seriously. Things haven't so, been the same since telling he hasn't been, been on telling the sideline. man, ever since. Fix the vibe. Ever, ever since Big Dom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Seriously. I, I, I kind of buy into that. Is there anything you remember about that first game uh, that sort of Todd does defensively that you guys – Want to make sure you're aware of and yeah. do a better job this time around? Yes, it's sort of sort of the same as uh, like Wink does. That's right, so a lot of blitzing, yeah. A lot of blitzing, a lot of uh, yeah, presenting the same front, a lot of cat and mouse. Um, he does love to do the, the cat blitz, the corner mm-hmm. blitz. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, again, this is uh, the next game. Um, you know, it's, it's go hard to go home from now on. So we don't have the luxury like we did last year, and, and that's okay. I still believe in mission and everyone in that locker room we're still able to do what we need to do if we believe but um yeah from now on it's go hard to go home man and i'm sure everyone will answer that and i heard you talking about this after the game yesterday <coughs> that your your excitement level for being in the postseason and it's a privilege it's right it's, it's like a, a different man. energy plan plan this time of it's year it's a privilege and we I'm, I'm gonna do my best to to drum that in this week to the team it's a privilege mm-hmm. to be playing in January. It really it is, is a privilege, man. Yeah. And, again, most people don't know, it's another paycheck for those, you know, for the it's young true. guys. true. It was always my um, motivation. I didn't make you Douglas money. <laughs> but that's so, what yeah, I, I needed, I needed I, those postseason I needed them, checks. I need them checks too, though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it it is, it's just fun to be a part. Like, but the yeah. best part is just being one of the teams that, that's left alive that people are watching. Yep. So you get a chance to showcase. Because I, I'll tell you this, and this is the thing that, that the guys you're probably going to have to deal with is, like, the outside narrative, you know what the outside narrative is here in the city, but even in, in, in the country, the it's, the same. it's the same thing, man. So you have a chance to change all of that. You really do. Yeah, I agree. I agree, man. Well, a lot of the players brought up that now the record's 0-0, right? Is there a, almost like a refreshing part of, of, of getting to the postseason? Now you can put, you know, this the bad end to the regular season behind you, did you sense, like, a freshness of, like, all right, now it's the next thing, and you're not thinking so much about how the regular season ended? For sure, for sure. But if we're being real, you, you can forget about the record, but you can't forget about how you're playing. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's one thing that would be the focus, um, is how do we win this week, and how are we going to do it? we got to go out there and play hard, fast, and physical. Uh, most importantly for each other so uh, i definitely am excited don't get me wrong it is zero zero uh but we gotta we gotta start fast play hard and finish the game 
Uh, Michigan scores the first touchdown of the night. Bam. Whoever had that first touchdown score on their uh, bingo card, great for them. Michigan's up uh, soon to be 7 to nothing here. I feel Washington. like Michigan might be on a mission. Honestly, it feels like it might be a blowout. <laughs> blowout? No, not a blowout. Yeah, I'm feeling a blowout. Man. No, we want a close game. No, I, I, I hope it's a close but game. Usually but usually the, 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 the championship games are usually <laughs> one-sided, though. That's what I was going <laughs> to say. Like the last good one was what, Alabama and Georgia? Yeah. That was the last good one. There's been a few of them. Yeah. And it, it, what, Ohio State and um, Alabama? Was that a pretty good game? Who was that? Was that um? Alab- that was, was that the, that was the first one. game. Yeah. No, that was Zeke. Oh yeah, uh, Zeke, Ohio State beat him. Yeah. 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 yeah, I'm talking about the the. I think that, was that was the first, first one. The oh, first, first playoff, playoff game. The first yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. 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 Michigan so, yeah. State lost 38 to nothing. Alabama. Oh, they got dragged. <laughs> yeah, that one they got dragged. So that's what I'm saying. They feel Derrick like they feel, feel like they're on a mission a little bit. Man, Derrick Henry. Yeah, that's what we saw yesterday. He basically. Said he's leaving the Titans. He did. He did. So, yeah. He yeah. He basically gave the microphone the and yeah. did a whole talk to the stadium and said goodbye. Whoa. Yeah. Whole lots going on, Jordan. Whoa. Sorry. <laughs> I've, been, I've been in the emergency bunker. Yes. Yeah. I've been in the emergency bunker. Yeah. Learning sorry. exotic blitzes to. Uh, yeah. Well, listen, big fella. Um, it's been a pleasure all year long. Hopefully, we get a chance to do this again next uh, Tuesday after you guys play Monday. Want to wish you luck next week down there in Tampa, man. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Elliot, you, everybody's good? I'm good. All right. Shout out to Francisco, Taz, Justin back here. And uh, who's who's in the uh, – who's the uh, – oh, it is another Justin back at the uh, studio as well, producing. You got Rob Ellis coming up next. He'll carry you uh, through the night. Thank you to everybody. We're out of here. Go Birds. Go Birds.